Hello everyone, welcome to How Not to K-Pop. I'm Sean, and the voice you're about to hear is Henry. Hello everyone, how's it going? We're covering another girl group today, one of my favourites, Queens of Cute A-Pink. Henry, I love this group. And I don't know anything about them. (laughs) (laughs) I think they're awesome. Their songs make my heart flutter. Yes, and I don't know anything about them because ever since they came out, I was never really a fan of... I didn't really get into their... um, Not Girl Next Door. It's sort of like the high school girlfriend vibe. It's definitely been a big part of their career so far. But if you love them too, if you're new to the group, even if you hate them a little bit, strap in, because we're going deep in the A-Pink. <laughs> Sounds wrong. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's very wrong. That's very wrong. Just reading that now, I'm like, oh, oh okay, that was maybe a mistake. Mm-hmm. Well, you, you, everyone, you now know who writes the scripts if it sounds weird. <laughs> <laughs> All right. What goes on in my mind? <laughs> we'll be discussing how cute A Pink is, their recent shift to sexy, more mature vibes like I was just then, their uh-huh. awesome variety sense, and are they even relevant anymore in K pop? All right. Well, that should be very interesting because I don't really listen to much K pop, and normally if something's very popular, it gets recommended, even on YouTube. So I don't get A Pink recommended. And. It, you barely know the group. So here's the spark notes on them. Mm-hmm. A-Pink, they're nine years old now. They debuted 2011 under what's called Plan A Entertainment, which is a cube company. Cube are like Beast or Batoost. Uh-huh, Batoost. Uh, CLC, <laughs> yeah. CLC, B2B. These, these, are, these are old groups. Old. CLC, not so much. Well, Maybe a little bit. Okay, but like, but Beast, you know, ever since the release of Fiction, when was that, huh? B2B, again, uh, quite a while back. Earlier, yeah, right. than, earlier than A-Pink? Well, the point stands that Cube have spawned some absolute legends in the genre then. Mm, true. That's very true. I agree. Mm. So A-Pink started with seven members. And the rapper left, which we'll sort of go into if they even needed the rapper later on. The rapper left for studies, eventually became a model, which nice. is pretty cool. Nice. They had a fairly strong debut with uh, Mulayo, or I don't know. And they went huge with a couple singles later with No, No, No. Oh. Over 2 million in sales that year. Mm. It was my first experience with A-Pink. At first... Thought it was okay. Uh, Grab me. Didn't make me go. Oh my gosh, what is this? I need to make it everything. When did when did no 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 uh, release? Twenty thirteen technically was like the album. <sighs> okay. Twenty fourteen was the single release. Yeah, I was thinking maybe about twenty twelve, twenty thirteen, but yeah, right. mm. seems seems a bit seems about right. I mean, during that period, uh, a lot of the cutesy stuff was coming out. And A Pink eventually met competition with stuff like with groups like G Friend and uh, Hello Venus. Not ha- Hello Venus. Well, yeah, uh, the early version of yeah. Hello Venus. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah so that was and a few uh, other groups. We're sort of going to go into that a little more later on. Mm. Uh, they did a lot more variety. I noticed from 2013, 2014 onwards. 
They had this thing a little bit like BTS's Bung Tum Bombs. They had Pink Diary on YouTube, mm. which is, you know, very much an inside look at their daily lives kind of vlog. Okay. And I'm sure you're familiar with the show Weekly Idol, Henry. I, right? I am, yes. yes. It's a great show. Uh, sucks that uh, Donnie Connie left but then again they made their own show so yeah, exactly good. they came back then made their own show idol room it's this whole thing anyway donny connie and their episodes defcon and jong hyundon's episodes with a pink are the best because of the relationship between the members of a pink and donny connie it's just hilarious it's you can really feel that there's, like, genuine chemistry in those episodes. I love them so much. Wait, wait, is that, like, uh... Is it just because of how good Don and Connie are as hosts? Or, um... Uh, is it because they've been in shows together before, and so they understand each other well enough so that when they do on... When they go on future shows, they already have their styles and understanding, you know, down pat or set up already. I think, I mean, it's just my opinion that, so they initially meet, let's say, early, fairly early on in their careers, maybe even on an episode of Weekly Idol, the first one with A-Pink, and they hit it off and exchange numbers, let's say, fairly normal practice, you know, yeah. uh, older people in the industry helping out the youngins, yeah. and just from there, I think, uh, through like private get-togethers that aren't really documented or, or gossiped about between Donny Connie and A Pink members, maybe that's why as they came back for other episodes, it was already that relationship, already that rapport for them to bounce off of each other. Mm. Well so it's through seeing each other outside of just shows. So I've already mm. mentioned that I don't actually know much about A Pink. And even <laughs> considering the fact that I've been doing well, you and I have been doing radio in regards to K pop for the past oof, Combined, years? we have over 10 years. Yeah. Combined, we have over 10 years' experience. Yeah. Yeah, and uh, I... Like, sure, A-Pink was popular. I did not care for No, No, No. I don't really care for their songs. just not my style, that's all. Uh, and then their skills in variety. Even watching Weekly Idol, I still didn't care that much about them. And this was looking at their oh. variety skills. I am so offended. So I didn't like oh. their... <laughs> I didn't like their music really wasn't my style i didn't like their variety uh, the, the the variety show their presence because it, it was just i was like meh it, it must be because of my expectations from their uh music because i didn't like that it just transferred over to their skills in other areas maybe, or maybe you have just really bad taste yeah you know what? let's go with that the taste thing <laughs> right <laughs> no mm. <laughs> We'll talk about their style right now. Uh, so you think they're too cute. Is yeah. that fair to say? Uh, yeah. So one thing I don't like about uh, a lot of the female styles currently is that it's all about cute. In Japan, it's kawaii. Over uh, Korea, it's uh, ergyo. And there, there's points where when it, it, it's not cute. It's just childish. You know, I can't tell if you're an eight, if you're trying to act like you're young or you're trying to act like you're a five-year-old. And simply put... So the little kid aesthetic, I guess you'd call it, or fact is, it tends to be a little kid style. Think of it uh, this way. Disturbs you? Think of it this way. You're, 
Imagine your girlfriend doesn't act 21, alright? Instead, she acts like a five-year-old. How do you feel about dating someone that's almost like a five-year-old? Okay, all the time, no, that would be horrible. (laughs) But those little moments, those moments of cuteness, oh, I vibe with. They make my heart... You're you're talking moments, alright? The thing is, I'm talking daily, like, all the time, okay? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so they can't, they can't stop, like, dancing no, 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 or something. Yeah, <laughs> I can't. I, I just can't, They're constantly, man. there's no off switch, which there is. There is an off switch in their variety, at least. But their songs, their music, right. I, I get what you're saying. Yeah. I would not just sit around listening to A-Pink day in, day out. That's also <laughs> because I like variety in general. It's... Uh, variety of music, I uh-huh. mean, in general. So, well, by the way, I think that it's not day in, day out cute for A-Pink. They did transition into more mature, glamorous, sexy concepts with like Ung Ung or I'm So Sick and songs like that. Would you say that's welcome? Are you relieved? Are you like, oh, finally, something I can vibe to with A-Pink. I still don't vibe to A-Pink. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. I don't even. In, the name is just spoiled for you. When I think A Pink, I imagine no, no, no. That's it. And I don't. Oh. It's just cute. I just. I, I, nah. I can't. You know what I mean? It's, well, it, it honestly, I think you're a little alone on that one <sighs> because I've noticed that on Spotify right now, uh-huh. their top songs, A Pink's top songs, all from Ung Ung or I'm So Sick. Those kind of era. And what, what era, what era was that? Songs? What era was that? What year was this? Let's say let's say 2017 onwards. What the hell was I listening to in 2017? Oh, right. <laughs> I was listening to AOA. <laughs> Who oh, had yeah. already done that. <laughs> oh, gee, all right. <laughs> yeah. Mm, ooh, take that. <laughs> Do we have to go back to a previous episode where everything's a remix, mister? Uh, no. <laughs> <That's> not. <laughs> well, in case anyone who hasn't uh, heard uh, about the remix stuff, definitely check out our, our past podcasts as well. They'll be available somewhere. <laughs> but, uh, but basically, uh, by the time I guess Aping got into Sexy Mature, I've listened to other groups that have already done it. There's not much that they can do to change things, to really change my mind about them. Girls' Generation went through a slew of different things. You know, AOA was first had some uh, band moments, had a bit of that touch of rock, and then went into sexy, like um, Miniskirt. So, it's been done. I've seen two big groups. Kara's done it. They're older groups. I've listened to them. But then A-Pink comes in. They had they, they solidified the cuteness. Okay? That's A-Pink. And their name, A-Pink, does not sound mature, glamorous, sexy. It just sounds cute. A-Pink. Not black pink. Uh, black pink is black, you know, ooh, and pink, ooh. But a pink. How many pinks are there? A pink. It's just one pink. It's pink. How can pink be dark and mature and glamorous and sexy? Well, it can be if you're naughty, but it's generally very cute. Yeah, especially right. especially right. Asians. I don't know. Actually, maybe maybe not Asians, but it's just cute. When they got to glamorous and sexy. They still were just cute. That's it. I'm sorry. 
<laughs> it's funny you say that because even I feel a little bit weird watching it, watching them be more mature in their concept, wearing darker clothes, not having a bright aesthetic to their music videos, because I, as a fan, am just so, uh, I guess, tied to that cute era because it was quite a major part of their era from their debut to five years later, they were sort of doing that. So when you're doing something long enough, it does become your brand. And mm. now they're trying to switch their brand, but their brand is like cement. It's dry. Well, their foundation yeah. their foundation is in cute. I mean, right. if, it, what they... I haven't seen anything of theirs for a little while now. So I'm not too sure if they've gone through this route. But rather than completely changing from cute to mature or glamorous... They should just embrace embrace the cute and just add on, expand into mature, not change to mature. The idea is not to just lose your foundation and get a new foundation. Instead, it's you have your foundation of cute, don't have much mature cute, have glamorous cute, have sexy cute. I see. Yeah. So branch out just that little bit, kind of like, uh, well, 21, like, sure, they do those I'm strong, you know, I am mm. the best, one yes. of their biggest songs, and then they also do, uh, well, I guess it was their last song, but Goodbye, which is a ballad, and they'd even do some ballads sometimes, and that sort of slower style, like, I guess, uh, Come Back Home, which isn't so much electronic or EDM, it's a little more trap-influenced. So it is branching out, but it's also kind of sticking within their lane in a little bit of a way? In a way, yeah. So mm. it's just, um, for example, when you act cute to your girlfriend, all right, it's different to how you would act cute to your family. It's different to how you would act cute to your friends. There's different kinds of cute, you know. You're not going to, if you're going to, you wouldn't be as intimate cute to your friends or family. There is a difference. Yes. There's those nuances. Exactly. Yeah. So, for example, mm. if A-Pink went that route and showed, you know, when, when they first debuted, it's all about cute high school girl, whatever. That's cool. That's one version. As they grow up, they, they get older, their cute becomes more adult. Not X-rated adult. I'm talking about mature. I'm talking about, like, office rather than high school. I'm talking about part-time work. Yeah, imagine what kind of cute would you show to colleagues in that sense who are kind of like your friends rather than high school friends in the high school right. setting like that you're talking you about kind of going back to your whole five-year-old thing a little bit yeah. and what you were saying just then they are older so the whole five-year-old cute act it's not as applicable to them i guess i'd argue or hold, it's not hold as hold nice. on hold on <laughs> i'm in uh, it's like Japan and Korea, there's this thing called kawaii, which means cute, and they act as young as bloody possible. <laughs> as cute and young as Very bloody possible. Age, uh, at this point, it seems like it to me. Egyo, same deal, man. I mean, they sing kids songs and try to act as cute and child and childlike as possible, and that's considered cute, regardless of their age. Hell, in Weekly Idol, they make the guys do it. JYP did it. <laughs> <laughs> okay, Rain did it. They're dudes. Come on. Yeah, but look at the results, man. I mean, their top songs on Spotify are their more mature music. 
So in terms of like, was it time for them to step up and be more mature? Like, were they that age? I think yes, because the results speak for themselves. Their top streaming songs are their latest efforts, which are more mature. Exactly. Because if they stayed with cute, they'd be the same. They wouldn't be any different. And you've right. already heard that. Yeah. There are other groups who have done that. G-Friend's done that. Come on. I don't think G-Friend still sticks with the exact same style as well. They still have it. But, yeah. I listen to more G-Friend than I do A-Pink. And that's saying a lot. Because I don't really listen to G-Friend. <laughs> let it go, Sean. Let it go. <laughs> uh, let it go. I'm sorry, mate. <laughs> I'm sorry. It's your group. You can have it, man. You can have it. <laughs> Let's move on to their variety efforts, because to me, my opinion, absolute, unquestionable variety heroes, I've dubbed to them. I think they are awesome at it in so many ways, and it's kind of complex. You have (laughs) variety of members. You have the quiet one, like, you have the more flamboyant one. You have, you're describing you know, every you, group. You're describing every group right now. Come on. <laughs> but A Pink, you know, they are nine years old. Uh-huh. You know, I to me, they're ahead of the curve. Uh-huh. To me, they're pioneers of such a well curated group of people. You know, your script here says that you want to be their uncle. Dude, <laughs> I, I watch their variety. And I do. They're so innocent that I just, I want to take care of them. I want to smoosh their cheeks or, or buy them, I don't know, Korean snacks or buy them ice cream. Like, they just have this image of such purity often. There's also those couple members that are just that little bit, I guess I call it edgy. Uh-huh. It's that variety of personalities. It's, it's a winning formula. They've got the golden ratio, I guess. Golden ratio? (laughs) What? (laughs) Golden ratio personalities. My God, you sound like a perverted uncle. (laughs) Sorry, man. And also, aren't you younger than them? That's the thing. (laughs) Many of them are either my age, slightly younger, and there's a couple members that are older. Oh. You're smack bang in the middle. At least two years. Okay, so the real question is, would you be their uncle, their dad, or their brother? Oh, <laughs> that is just hard. That just makes it weird. <laughs> you can't, you, there's no way you could be there. Oh, you you could... Nah, that's just very weird. But, like, <laughs> pick one. Uncle, dad. My love for them as a fan is definitely in a fatherly way is the best way I could put it. All right, all right. All right let's change it up. Let me re- uh, let me ask this better. Would you rather be called Oppa or <laughs> or uh what's the other one? Um uh oh, oh no, nah, that's they don't have another one. Or Ajushi. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> well, no, that's stupid. Obviously you're going to pick for Oppa. <laughs> no, no. What I should I'm confusing myself. <laughs> Would you rather they call you Oppa or Daddy? Oof. Yeah. It's, it's gotta be. It's gotta be Oppa. Are you sure? Yeah. Are you sure? But you yeah. like their mature and concepts more, right? The the current uh, and the older. Do I like them more? No, but do I think it was time? Okay. Yes, I think the timing was good. Okay. Fine. You win this round, Sean. 
<laughs> you win this round. <laughs> I, I can't get the little sister-daughter image out of my mind, and I can't stop smiling after my response or after even your question, because <laughs> I imagined each of them going like, Oppa. <laughs> <laughs> see, I'm different, because I, nice. I, don't, I don't relate to them. I don't see them as little sisters or whatever. I just see them as strangers. Cute, like good-looking, singer-talented girls. Uh, what I'm trying to say is, I'd like them to call me daddy. <laughs> 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 they they wouldn't like that. They no. would not like that. No, probably probably not. No good. <laughs> I'll, I'll just like I'll just get them to say it once, and then I'll cringe. And I'll don't just stick with Oppa. <laughs> just stick with Oppa. <laughs> By the way, I'll, I'll go now. I'll show myself out. <laughs> so Oppa is a Korean for brother. Uh, for anyone who's not sure. Uh, yeah, sorry, I should have mentioned that a little earlier. And daddy is English for daddy, you know. <laughs> daddy. The way it's used now, we're all familiar with. <laughs> I don't want to explain that too much, but let's move on from oppa and daddy. They're very hardworking people. Mm. They, they do not waste their variety opportunities, which, going off idle schedules, like, they're doing these variety shows with very little sleep, or probably they're on diets as well, so they probably don't even have that many carbs in their system, which you really need to perform at your best. <clears throat> and it's very impressive that they can come out and be really bubbly or be quiet or just be themselves, I guess, but their best selves. Well, most attractive self. I'm sure. I'm sure that would have taken quite a few uh, appearances and experience to actually get down that route. You mentioned they've been what around for nine years, you know. So yeah, but I but, argue it's also possibly their company being having a good work culture. Because something did, I've noticed: Segway. Okay. They don't have scandals. Uh okay. You don't have contract problems, mm. which, you know, SM groups. <laughs> yes, that's <laughs> <Watch> true. <out. laughs> that's true. But A-Pink, not the case. You don't. Mm. I'm pretty convinced they're just going to go on and on and on and even be old, <laughs> maybe even a little bit wrinkly and still performing. Possibly cute songs. You're talking about like a, like Wonder Girls, for example. <laughs> That's a bit far. They're only in their thirties. <laughs> no, what I, what I'm saying is, I don't believe Wonder Girls. Oh, you mean how they came back and was yeah, successful. yeah, yeah. Oh, okay. I thought you meant the whole wrinkles thing. I'm like, Whoa. no, no, no. I'm sorry. I don't want to be uh, defaming. I'm not trying to defame anyone. You know, I'm just, <laughs> I'm just saying. Like, there are groups who have come back after a while and they've become, you know, successful again. I do think A-Pink will be similar and I think that they love performing still and they've got that core fan base that just won't walk away from them. Pink Panda um, will not leave A-Pink. I don't think ever. I don't I don't know what Pink Panda is. They're fan club, sorry. They're fan oh, club. Oh, okay. Are they dating anyone? That's the big question. Oh. Nothing's come out so far. Like I know the member Bomi had a few rumors every now and then, but all she was doing was going to eat with uh, male 
people. They go clubbing. Seen? <laughs> they as far as I can ascertain, like literally, have a meal with a guy, suddenly they think you're dating kind of scenario. Could you, can you imagine if it turns out the aping members, uh, in their own time, they actually go clubbing, they love the night scene and, and stuff like that. And they oh, like I'm, to take those risks. I'm sure. I'm sure. There's, um, <laughs> and more power to them, like, Let's have some fun. You gotta, you gotta have fun. Turns out they've been dating a lot, and you just—they're uh, just really good at hiding, <laughs> hiding it. What if they are? What if Cube are like next level at covering up this stuff? A the- bit tinfoil hat, but what if they have <laughs> like deep roots in like major police or or the major media companies or something? You're talking conspiracy, so, aren't you? you? Know, if they, <laughs> they, someone gets in trouble, they have a little little call up. Hey, uh, that's, uh, that's an a member. Can you just, uh, let, make this go away? <laughs> make this go away real quick? Ten people have suddenly disappeared in the neighborhood of Seoul. <laughs> 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 like, supposedly they have oh traces linked linked back to April. I'm on the TV. That's extreme. Yeah, they're not dating. They're not dating. Not <laughs> <laughs> you heard nothing. To pull out the Men in Black, uh, mind wipe. <laughs> <laughs> right. It's one of those squeaky clean records that A-Pink have after nine years. It does make you start to wonder, what are they hiding? <laughs> is there something as horrible as what you just suggested going on? Especially with AOA and Jimin and mm. the bullying meltdown. Yes. Really makes you think, like, is there, is there anything? Is there something simmering? Is have they ever, What's have, going on? Have they ever given you any impression, though? No, they honestly haven't. Not at all. They're posting the Pink Diary still to this day. So, and they're still meeting up for anniversary, even if some of the members might not live in the same dorm mm. anymore. So, it it uh, feels like they're very good friends, or even if they don't vibe with every single other member, they have a really good working relationship. What's well, that's actually pretty good. Uh, did we ever? Impressive. Did, mm. we, did we ever? Were they? Did they start off as just business? You know, business friends. You could say the business relationship, like how uh, other groups originally started oh. as mm, competitors. You could say. And I when can they- only guess, and I do assume that it was the case that they were put together and then had to make friends. It wasn't, oh my gosh, uh, Chorong, you're from, I know you from high school, hello, or hey, let's apply together, Bomi, and then the rest is history. I don't think any of those scenarios happened, but that's just guessing. I don't actually know that that far back. I don't know that story. I just know that they were all hired by Cube and put together. Then perhaps uh, A-Pink's probably one of the success stories in the K-pop world. You know, a group that actually gets well, uh, that uh, <clears throat> get well together, you know, as a friend. Totally, lifting each other up, supporting each other, and in the process becoming best friends through what is a very difficult thing, being a trainee. We have covered this on previous episodes. Being in that K-pop system, it's really hard. Mm-hmm. Good on them, you know, even though I don't like their concept of cute and stuff. <laughs> Good on so them. So they've been going ages and ages, no scandals, no dating. Have they maybe developed feelings for each other? Hold on, like, wait. If, you, if you're role-playing, 
you are. I'm not into that sort of stuff. Person. Sorry, Sean. <laughs> Go on. <laughs> if you are meeting someone in an office type space, day in day out, let's say 15 hours a day on average for 10 years. Would you develop those feelings or is it just professional? Would you even develop feelings then they'd go away? What what do you think, Henry? Uh develop the feelings for what? I just you just lost me. You're talking to a coworker? Yeah, would you find yourself falling in love oh. with a coworker that you're around for fifteen hours a day, every day for ten years? Well there's there's always a possibility. I mean well uh, what I don't know the difference between East and West. I guess it's very similar. It's just normally you don't date people you work with. Yeah. Ah, uh, yeah. I I don't know if there's any difference between East and West. I, I I generally it's just you know don't take that risk because if if it doesn't work out, it might negatively affect everyone that's part of the group and connected that's- to the group. It's crazy. It's so pragmatic. So that's like removing your feelings regardless from the scenario and being like, it just wouldn't be good for the group or the company. Yeah, see... That's sort of what you're getting at. Uh, that's generally how it would be. I'm sure I'm sure even the companies are like, don't date people you work with. I don't want to see you oh, yeah. slapping right. lips with your manager. You know? <laughs> um, so, that's my impression of. I think that just spending time with them that much, you develop feelings. I'm just not sure it would be uh, sexual in any way. I think it would be family vibes. So yeah. if you were to find someone, settle down and marry, it might be really weird living with them instead of your members. I've always wondered that. Like, 10 years with this kind of work and spending that much time, you become, I guess, conditioned? Is that the way? Like... <laughs> Like, uh, institutionalized, not that you're in a prison, but... <laughs> well, yeah. well, mm, uh, <laughs> uh, I, see, I, I agree with you. I mean, there is no reason why they can't, oh, well, not can't, well, there's no reason why that they wouldn't, let's say, fall in love with a co-worker or a staff member or whatever. That's not, it's not impossible. It's just that a lot of times you're taught to just do your best to not uh, get too close to anyone intimately at work, you know, especially in a relationship, only because of the negative consequence, only because of the consequences if it falls if it falls through, you know, it doesn't work out. I mean, if it does work out, that's fine, you know, no problem there, it's just... It's a risk. It may risk. seem like a good idea, but really think about it before yeah. you are, yeah, 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 I mean, before you dive in. <laughs> it's, it's cool, I mean, falling in love with a co-worker, the fact that some of the problems in, uh, k-pop dating the fact that two idols can be so busy that they rarely get to meet up and date even though they're Uh, meant to be boyfriend and girlfriend all they do is sns you know social media chat uh, message and stuff or pass messages to their manager that who gives it to the other manager that gives it to the boyfriend secretly yeah that's not really dating but whereas if you have someone you fall in love with a co-worker or your manager who happens to be with you 24 7 everything's all great it's like you're living together already. And if you've been doing it for, like, the past 10 years, that's... Hey, man. That's... That's that's one hell of a relationship. And the next question is, outside of... Let's say when you don't have any schedules, right? If A-Pink, uh, one of the members, is dating a manager and they don't have any schedule, so they're free, what is that member and the staff member going to do? 
What's the manager gonna do? What what are they gonna be up to? Will their interests still match? Right. Yeah. Right. Because you only know it's sort of a surface level. That's right. You know you know them from the work, their work ethic, and you learn about them during your time at work, which is most of it, right? But let's say you mm-hmm. have a week where there's no work. Okay. So now you have time to really get to know the other person. A pink member has time to get to know the manager that she supposedly has fallen in love, for example, and that the manager has fallen in love with her. <clears throat> and then they'll start to learn each other learn about each other more. And then the real question is, do they still like each other now that they're actually getting to know who they really are outside of work, without that foil of that work environment. Now it's their own environments. Do they still match? Mm. Yeah. Oh gosh. Oh, what have I done? A huge mistake. The person I like has a body pillow. <laughs> <laughs> I don't. I don't think that's a problem. Okay. Oh, we're breaking down the stigma. All right. I don't. I don't. Right. I don't think that's a problem. I'm sure. Uh, I. I think having a body pillow would be great. You just don't get too close to it. Don't get too intimate with it. With it because then it's weird. <laughs> Unless you both do it together, then it's fine. <laughs> Let's move on. <laughs> okay. <laughs> A-Pink. This is why I don't care about A-Pink. <laughs> no, we we should talk about their influence, their legacy. <laughs> they have influence? Legend. They're legends. Come on. Hey. I don't... You I... said you listened to G-Friend, yeah? <clears throat> yes. Without doubt, G-Friend would not exist in the way they do without a group like A-Pink having success. Okay, why is that? Because that concept, that aesthetic, the way the members looked on their debut, the way they sang their voices, the way the songs were structured with, like, glass bead and what have you, without A-Pink sort of cementing that aesthetic with no, 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 you wouldn't have them. You wouldn't have certain songs by Lovelies. Lovelies have had a few style changes, but still, Laboom as well. You wouldn't have these groups without a. These are names I don't remember. <laughs> For good reason, too. <laughs> That's even uh, to A Pink a little bit because we're Australians. Yes. We aren't in Korea, but speaking for Australia, in the K-pop fan sphere, <laughs> Australian uh, K-pop fans, they talk about Sinesti, 21. They talk about Huna even yes. sometimes. Hell yeah, they do. As far as I know, I don't think I've ever heard anyone sort of suddenly come up to me and go, oh, I'm a huge A-Pink fan or I'm a huge Pink Panda or whatever. Mm-hmm. It's always, I'm a Blackjack. I'm, yeah. Yes. I I'm agree. a Blink. You'll no- never... About A-Pink. That's so because... are they even that big? Well, it's simple. In the West, nobody cares about cute. <laughs> I'm sorry, mate. I'm sorry. Nobody cares about cute, okay? They like the sexy, glamorous. They like the thick. They don't like childish, uh, young... Uh, and stuff like that. And high, and the high tone of voice that the that Asian girls use as well. You know, very, very prominent in Japan, especially, because kawaii, cute. Whereas in Korea, they still have that, and the West, 
don't really like it as much in general. Yeah? I'm not talking about those who are really into K-pop. I'm talking about the general population. Not much not much of us uh, would really care for that cute. I am talking strictly about groups that have really made impact in a Western sphere. They've not like, made impact. They have not made 21. impact. A-Pink... Right, it's no. Mm. A-Pink is a no. Okay? No impact. Right. Why? Because they're cute. Yeah. yeah. I think See, that's fair enough. I would also argue that uh, perhaps it's a niche from the beginning. It's in worldwide. It is a bit of a niche. Oh. And sure, there's the core fan base. But A-Pink maybe weren't even going for world domination, so to speak, or, or a mainstream Western market from the beginning. Would you say that? No, I don't, yeah, I agree. I, I don't think they've ever uh, given me the impression that they wanted to be worldwide idols. Because to me, uh, they don't seem to have uh, the spark, the versatility, and I guess in a way... <laughs> Yeah, something, something about them just doesn't fit the worldwide. It's like, uh, to anyone, gives off a persona. And Blackpink, for example, gives off a persona that works well with the West. SNSD? You know, totally. Yeah, you know 100% does that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, Girls' Generation, not exactly, but they're good. They're, they're capable, even with their own style. <laughs> they're just so good. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No kidding. Uh, Wonder Girls, they got to the West. Come on. But A-Pink, uh, the groups that's really solidified the cute. When you think of Girls' Generation, you don't think of cute anymore. But you know that they've been cute before. Yeah? With A-Pink, like for me, with A-Pink, it did nothing but cute. Or everything they do is just cute. Try, they like, want to be sexy, but really they're just being cute. Right? In a different way. So, when you bring, try to bring that across to the West where it's not really about cute, it's more about individuality and uniqueness, creativity and all the all the simpler things rather than the mishmash of cute and whatnot, especially in the K-pop music scene, it's not... It's confusing. It hurts, like, it I hurts. agree with you, but mm. I so hope in 20 years it's flipped and everyone is praising Kyari Pumyu Pumyu as this great person who was 20 years ahead of her time or ah. same with A-Pink, like a group 20 years with, ahead of their time because we're all just loving the cutesy kind of stuff. Well, with, here's the thing. With Kyari, uh, Kyari Pumyu Pumyu, being a Japanese uh, uh, idol, a singer idol, she, her, her stuff is actually a bit more unique. It's not a... She has a cute, you know, but it's weird. The music videos right. are weird. It's unique. It's weird. Whereas for A-Pink, the cute videos are all cute. Everything's cute. Cute here, cute there, cute everywhere. Carry pum you, pum you. No one's not. You got cute, but then it's bloody weird over here. That's weird over there. Oh, that's interesting. What the frick was that? And the, the music is, is different. You don't hear that. And it it changes. It's dancey. You can dance to it. That's unique. You create a phenomenon with that. With A-Pink, I don't see anything. Okay, then to summarize, would you say A-Pink have been influential and currently, right now, are they relevant? No. <laughs> no. First of all, you're asking, you're, talk, you're talking to me who don't really care about A-Pink, where A-Pink did not attract my attention. 
Okay. But that's valuable. Your your input is valuable because that means you're not hearing people talk about it either. Yeah, I'm not. Hmm, I'm that's so- interesting. You don't even talk about it. Come on. <laughs> you haven't talked about them since like last week when we're like mm, maybe you we should come out of the woodwork and be like oh yeah I'm an uber fan of this group no like, it yeah. wasn't it wasn't that it was just like maybe we should talk about uh, like we should talk about aping and I'm like aping why <laughs> what have they done <laughs> what have they done <laughs> the last time we <laughs> talked about aping was oh f- four years ago <laughs> it's true it's yeah. true come on man are they relevant they stopped being relevant four years ago for me uh, well, maybe not for me. But. Because they still, it's still a big deal, and it's still reported on when they are making a comeback. So, to me, they are still relevant for now. I suspect, or I can kind of feel the members moving into other careers, such as acting and modeling and hosting. So, I sort of wonder, are they going to take a seat back to let more current groups especially twice or especially WJSN sort of just do their thing. Most carrying, yeah, passing the baton or passing the torch kind of thing. Well, if you have like, as you mentioned, G-Friend was inspired by A-Pink. You could say without A-Pink, you wouldn't have G-Friend or whatever. Um, Sure, uh, they have that kind of relevancy, but when you mentioned passing the torch, they're not really passing the torch. I find out with A-Pink, they came at a time where they were, it was changing. The styles were changing. And they were like a really big, if to me feels like uh, they were an experimentation on the cuteness. That, that uh, because 4 Minute was not about cute, it was about tough. and The, the end of the tough girl era, you had the cute era. That I find, and uh, there's that aping, but there was experimental because that was leading on from something that was ending, and so you're not sure about how to handle that and how to move from one end of the spectrum, the tough girl, to the other end of the spectrum, which is the cute girl. After like four years of debut of aping, you then have G Friend, and G Friend having s- seen and learnt about aping. You know they'd be able to consolidate it better and do it better, from my perspective. <laughs> Sorry, mate. Uh. That's that's a great point. I think that's a really good ending note. Good conclusion. Yeah, good yeah. summary of Aping's legacy. Yeah. Yeah, they, they're sure. It's like they're passing the torch, but like, it's not to me. It's not really a torch that they pass. It's more of their experimentation is about to end, and they need to move on to something else. They can't continue with the way they're going because other groups are doing it much better. Because they learn from the big experiment, which is A-Pink. Okay, that brings another episode of How Not to K-Pop to a close. A-Pink, overall, secret legends. They're not always in the news because they're not always having a lot of scandals. Not necessarily winning triple crowns on music shows, breaking records with their new releases. They're a very successful group, and they have influenced many groups, such as Laboom, April, friend WJSN, the list goes on. Shout out for sharing it around, Henry. Yes, that's me. And Sean, <laughs> which is me, are super appreciative of your feedback, spreading the word of how not to K-pop. Till next time.